Hi, beauty. I'm so grateful you were led to this podcast. I'm your host, Miranda. Hi. I'm a wife, coach, and mom to four world changers. And this is the Recalibrating Hearts podcast. It's my heart that in this space, you would encounter the love of the Father and receive downloads, revelations, and solutions for partnering with God in your breakthrough. You'll also hear how we're building our family, powerful prayers and declarations for you, and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. Okay, here we are, part two of our conversation with Marina Carrier. Marina is a teacher and author of three books, Treasures of Darkness, Facing the Pain, and Finding the Light, Your Will Be Done, Beyond Powerlessness, Fear, Life Revealed in Love, and Children of God, Conform to the Life-Giving Cross in Joy and Hope in Eternal Life. I really um, just respect and honor Marina and her teaching, her past, her history, her healing, and I was just blessed to be able to listen and have a conversation with her and glean whatever Holy Spirit had for me, as I pray you do. Here's part two. You're so inspiring, and I just want to honor you, Marina, for for using your gifts or using the past or using the pain and saying yes to the Lord to help people. There's so much we could cover, but I love how the way you're talking, you are teaching through it so people can go, okay, I'm going to go back, rewind, and listen to this part. I'm going to go back and sit with this. Oh, Jesus is at the door and knocking. You know, so listeners in beautiful people, it's up to you to choose. Goodness, we're giving you so God is like pouring out the wisdom here. He's there's hope that's coming from this episode. I mean, thank him for the, he said to thank him for the pain and him and I had a foundation enough to understand he wasn't being ridiculous and he wasn't being like cruel. He was giving me a key that would turn like captivity free, my captivity. Exactly. Exactly. If we don't feel the pain, it's locked. And when I was being asked to face the pain and didn't want to, you know, in my inward part and was really saying no. By then I knew that I could ask the Lord and I said, Lord, you know, can you give me a reason that this child or this inner being understands in order to open up, in order to allow you in? I received in my heart, if you've got a wound which has been healed on the surface, you know, so you can just get on with life, if we're talking about the spiritual wound, but deep within there are, if you like, this septicemia. There are things that are not working. There are deep roots that are spreading evil or other pain, you know, bad relationships or whatever. Looking at it physically, you have to go into hospital and have the wound opened up mm-hmm. in order to redeem, to cauterize, to cleanse the septic parts. And you can't argue with that, can you? It's no win, no, what do you call it, no brainer. You know, of course you have to go in. And so I allowed God in. And then, of course, he sheds the light into all our broken bits, which we didn't want. And so this is, I'll show you. I'll show you one of my secrets. Now, I had thrown out everything, right? Now, this is one that I was recently 
uh, moved to buy at a charity shop when I was buying shoes for people in need. And it's it's actually called the Flower Girl Mia, my Flower Girl. Teddy bear stuffed <laughs> animal, yeah, is what she's holding. It's so beautiful. What God was saying to me is, wow. it's in your gentleness. Mm-hmm. I haven't got any gentleness. I could give people the word. I could put sticking plasters over people. But he needed me to go in and face my pain so I could stand with people in their pain. And then they knew that they were loved because God's love through me, God who had loved me in my brokenness, could love them. And they were open because they they knew that I understood. I mean, I've got two people who have gone through my lifter program and they're now on the lifter continuation I saw them both, but individually, on Tuesday. And one of them said, you know, I just know that I can trust you because you speak right in to where I'm stuck because you know, know, but it's the Lord. It's knowledge of his way. You know, you were sharing about the wound, and I want to briefly touch back on that because it made so much sense. Some things fell into place for me, why I got healing. My journey started like a long time ago, but 2017 for some major turnaround. Um, like, so 2004 for choosing the father again and be like, my life is yours. Cause it is, I made a mess. So here you go. And then really leading up, it, it's like, it's like he doesn't give you more than you can handle of the no. healing process. But then no. the wound made a lot of sense on surface wound versus septic or surface versus all those ten, those roots that go deep and why it's important. And I'm not going to try to sell everybody on inner healing. Some people literally, even in the church, are like, Jesus healed at the cross. The blood of Jesus is enough. You said the unredeemed parts. So what? So people just keep suffering. So they just keep. No, I don't accept that. There's a reason. I don't either. We've been I don't through either. It. So I'm done kind of trying to sell people that show me where it's in the word. And I'm like, go into the word and get to know the father yeah. and you'll understand. Absolutely. So when it comes to that wound, it's so beautiful and wisdom that you bring that up because I guess I was like one year, you know, 2017 starting stuff, 18, 19, jump ahead to 2023 recently when he heals a father wound of mine that he tr- started healing years ago. Yeah, under because of the roots, and man, when exactly. he covers that lie, oh, there ain't no that lie comes into the dark or the light. He blasts it with his truth, and absolutely, and then the internal healing that comes from it, where you become more whole. I just there's nothing like healing with the Father. There isn't, and I I want to just reinforce what you're saying, because one of the things even recently, he was. Two years ago, there was a, a major thing he needed to challenge about, um, you know, the false gods. And the problem is we were damaged as children. Now, we still had uh, childish thinking. We thought we were the you know, center of the universe and it was all our fault and blah, 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 blah. And there's all sorts of wrong thinking about and, you know, about what we need to do and how we need to behave And one of the things that we have to be very aware of is allowing, you know, it says by the renewal of your mind will you find the perfect will of God for your life. And if you're still thinking that you are responsible for everything, wrong. You are not. First of all, you're not responsible for for the behavior of your parents. 
and neither are you responsible for the people who are doing wrong and blah, 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 blah. Now, God is. You need to be willing to be obedient to what God asks you to do. This is why we need to grow in humility like Christ. I remember being struck by those words of Christ, I only do what I see the Father doing or what the Father tells me to do. And whilst I was, uh, th and that was a long, long, long time ago, and I still didn't understand it, but I was, you know, seeking to, to understand it. But when I was in the hermitage, one day the Lord got me to, uh, the Father got me to draw a cross. Mm -hmm. And he said, I want to emphasize to you that the vertical relationship is the most important. And I think the church sometimes forgets. Agreed. I may be wrong, and I'm not condemning, but if we haven't got that vertical relationship right, knowing knowing the love of the Father, knowing his grace alive in us, knowing the, that we can call on him through the Holy Spirit, knowing that we can hide under the shadow of his wing, knowing that we are uh, brother and sister of, of Christ, then we're not going to get the horizontal relationship right because we will be putting our baggage on it, our neediness, our desire to have power, our desire to control, etc. Makes so much sense. And when I, <clears throat> it makes so much sense because when I would look around and see the pain I was causing my younger children, and then when I was a single parent, the whole, I would look, I said, something has to give here, like, Lord, please. And he really brought me back to center. He brought me back to himself. He brought, and it was, it's a, but it's, it's work, but not like, it's not horrible work, but it's still work. Yeah. Ever. Like you don't just do this overnight. This isn't, I don't know, a parked car doesn't drive, but also I just, I don't know. I understand apatheticness, laziness, procrastination. I understand sitting in the junk, but I'm so, so grateful for the Lord, for my coach and coaches and people like you, Marina, that call us out from the, like shake things up a bit, I guess, yeah. shake things up and, and cause you to go, I've been there. I can help you. It's like, we're bridges for people, but he had to get me to the point to, yeah. I, you know, interesting about humility. I'm really glad you brought that up because it is like when pride is, when my pride is getting hit and I'm still like, I'm, you know, that's a walkout, but it is crazy. Like pride. It's like, you want to be in control. You want to be the center. You, I can always tell when I'm running my mouth too much or too opinionated, I better step back. Well, I guess what, okay. So if I were sitting with you off camera too, I would ask you, what do you do in those cases? Invite the Lord. Like, what do you have? to share on that when you're like no pride is flaring and humility is the key literally to the kingdom it's like you go low to go you know high to serve all right let, let me just I'll, I'll give you an example because that might help i once i always used to say to the lord right lord do with me what you will right and i'd been to i was about to travel down this is some years ago but it still applies i was about to travel down from glasgow down to the south of England because my son's first uh, baby was about to be due um, and uh, well, or was due and I, a friend that I'd met by the grace of God and led back to the Lord I walked with her she we met together again in Glasgow because that's where we I first was led to meet her and um, I uh, walked with her to her bus and then was walking back and there were a couple 
who were obviously celebrating. So I found myself, you know, you know, rejoice with those that rejoice. So I was rejoice, you know, and uh, started talking. And when I found that that he was celebrating his third first degree, I thought, oh, oh, you know, something going on here. So I started, you know, asking. No, I started speaking to him, and then I got to an absolute impasse, and I found myself saying. No, it's no good. I can't speak anymore. The woman said, you must speak. And I thought, she's speaking for God. So then, of course, I did what I should have done in the first place. I don't remember what the questions were, but it was three questions. Within three questions, he was totally turned around. So always, even now in the morning, if I wake up, like this morning, I'd woken up and I'd been praying whilst lying down listening to this clicking and you know knowing that god was doing it it's, it's sort of pain and 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 i pray into it and oh bless it that's yeah. how it you know. yeah. uh and so you know i knew that there was something going on but um there's no comfort for me there's no comfort for anybody from here only when we're in this sort of situation and the lord provides yeah so i then have to go into my heart always and I teach people to do it with the Jesus prayer. So breathing, you can practice your own, but you know, I normally breathe in with Lord Jesus Christ. And then I descend, have mercy on me, a sinner. All right? Doesn't matter where, how far you get down. And then breathe in, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. Till you finish up consciously in your heart. Now, you may, to begin with, first feel pain. Because I want to share with you something. Christ always bore your pain. And when you go into your heart, you're meeting with Christ. Christ in you. And that's why, to begin with, it doesn't feel very comfortable. You think, oh, I, you know, what do I do with this? But just keep praying the Jesus and invite the Holy Spirit. And God will deal with it. But it does give you a chance to actually recognize and write you know this is when i invite my my people to write their pain Beautiful. so you know there is only one place and one lord right. and one spirit right. that can help us when we're divided go into your heart and it, the word of god says you know at the name of jesus every knee shall bow we don't have to be afraid and i've got to a point where you know I mean, he once told me, I'm going to give you a new heart. Yes. It was last October. Amen. And um, I said, yes, Lord. And on the way, way to church, it was actually on Sunday morning, and on the way to church, I had the bitterest thought that was imaginable. I mean, it was dreadful. And, but I learned to bless my enemies, whether they're out there or you know, in me. So I blessed this. And there was a slight lessening, and then I blessed. So it took three blessings to find what was behind that bitter thought, and yes. there was pain. Come on. Then I needed to to repent of not taking that pain to him, right? Now, it doesn't matter where it happened. Don't get let, let your rational mind get in the way. Mm -hmm. You know, there is only one place to go with our pain, and that's to the Lord and to the cross. Amen. So... 
you know, those who say, you know, about the cross, it's true, but we've got to utilize it. We've got to bring all that stuff to it. So I I did that. And by the time I got to church, I just was so in love with the Lord again and so wanting to give everything to him and so repent for every turning away and so be willing to do whatever he wanted. And what happened at the end of that day was that I went to one of my Sunday um, missions is a bit present presumptuous, but you know one one of the people that I saw on a Sunday um, in in Edinburgh because at that time I was living about an hour away. And um, putting a long story short, I won't go into all the detail, but I found myself offering to go and be with a friend of mine who was getting more and more depressed and um, more and more frail. And uh, she, they'd managed to get her power of attorney, had managed to get a morning carer, but nobody else. Mm-hmm. And with the uh, advice of my spiritual father, I, I moved in for a trial period so that she could have the chance to say yes or no, you know, when I actually, because she hadn't had anybody living with her for a long time. And um, I, I was with her until she died. Oh, yeah, mm. and it actually wasn't as long as I'd thought, and what God used that to get me into Edinburgh near the church, and then He'd promised me before I left, I because I left this beautiful flat by the sea that He'd given me for a year to bring me healing of my human heart um, and uh, blessing, and then He brought me into Edinburgh, and I'm now in this flat in an area where He wanted me to be. 10 years ago, and I hadn't wanted it. Marina, when you said something to, and then we'll, we'll start the close and landing this plane, because I could talk, we could do an hour, but my children need me. It's okay. When it comes to, you went from the bitterness, you went behind the bitterness. It is that it, that process is so important. Most of the time, the projection of bitterness or um, resentment or envy or jealousy, man, if people would just stop and figure out sadness, heartbreak or broken heart, grief. There, it's There's but, something behind it. Exactly. But you don't need to do it with your head. Amen. Bless it That's and allow the Holy Spirit the, 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 the power. Holy Spirit, what's going on? What show me? And he told totally me. Bless shows. it. Wow. Just bless it. Instead of instead, what, what that, what's okay. So blessing the pain. And I, I think just to unpack that a second, what I see that does is it doesn't like what I used to do, push it away, deny it, cope, and then really reject myself and reject because that's part of me, but, but not my spirit, right? Like, okay, so that's healthy to bless is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's, it's an enemy. It's an enemy in our being. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not blessing your soul. It's not blessing your heart. It's not blessing your life. So we do need to bless it. And then we find the pain behind it. Wow. And the peace that comes. The pe- and then the peace. It was awesome. But we did. I did need to repent that yes. I hadn't brought it to him. Right. Because we didn't know it was there before. Exactly. The, the stuff that I hides mean, out for generations, man. Absolutely. And it could even, I mean, some of these, you know, could even be generational pain. But, you know, I, I, I take that on board now. I take I take on board the the pain and the sin of every woman, you know, and 
I don't do, I do what the Holy Spirit tells me to do. Yes. So smart. It's the way it's obedience and obedience. Blessings follow obedience and freedom. Absolutely. Why wouldn't we? I mean, but just absolutely. point is we don't have to live with the pain stuck and the no. Lord is always there. Like I feel closer to the Lord. I appreciate this conversation so much because I, I feel his presence, but I feel so much. I just feel closer to him. It just like anything's possible. I, I just pray that's going out into the airwaves Marina, but also just that he's always there. Like even sometimes if I got stuck along the way, I was like, I repent for unbelief, Lord, because if I don't yes. feel that, if I don't absolutely, that, then I have unbelief somewhere. And I, I just thank you. Absolutely. I repented for unbelief. And really within minutes to hours, I was able to just turn to him and seek him. Exactly. I, I, I get my people to pray, Lord, I believe help thou my unbelief. Yes. He doesn't blame us for not believing when, when, you know, there's been no love in our life. Mm, oh my goodness. Jesus himself says, you know, don't preach the gospel to somebody who's hungry. That's the command now. We need to hear that. Oh, and, you know, my darlings, we are hungry. Jesus said to the women of Jerusalem, don't weep for me, weep for yourselves. Darlings, please at least love yourself, even in your brokenness. Not in a self-pitying, monkey way, mm -hmm. you know, but in a God-fearing way. Because it's only in Christ. It's only as a full human being as in Christ, that we will be redeemed, yes. you know, and able to love. Oh. But God loves you. You know, he created you. He created you to be a bearer of God the word. Oh, I love you. I, I'm saying that to everybody, you know, yes, not just to you. We love you guys. We, we are releasing love towards you. Yeah. The love of Christ. So beautiful. Yeah, Lord, just gather them in your arms. Gather the wounded, gather the sick, gather the hurting, not just physically, emotionally, spiritually. And gather the unchurched Amen. as well as the churched Please, to open to your healing presence. Yes, Lord. To your truth and the fact that everybody is made in the image of God. And I just pray that more and more of us will be willing to be conformed to his likeness, which means that we need to be willing to be molded a bit, shaped, you know, and emptied and filled. Because we have both humanity and divinity. And when our humanity is still suffering our trauma, it's hard to live with our divinity. Um what you're you're coaching people now you're you're and and we won't talk about your age but it, it's so inspiring to go through all the things you've gone through now retired and you know what instead of retired and kicking your feet up and being like i'm good lord you know you take you find someone else you're the light in the darkness for so many people why don't you share with my listeners where they can find you where they should search for you um what you're doing to help people okay, okay. well i mean he led me I was actually led to come out of serving in, in a parish because I was falsely obedient to 
um, to an authority that was not life-giving. So um, I, I'm now back in, um, in, in, in Scotland, and I was led to take the writing whilst living in the, in the um, hermitage in this tiny cottage and create the first book of a series of, um, of a trilogy called He Heals the Brokenhearted. So the first book is called Treasures of Darkness, Facing the Pain and Finding the Light. And then he, before I got halfway through that book, he made it clear that that was the first book of a trilogy. So the second book is called Your Will Be Done, um, Beyond Powerlessness, Fear. That's our problem mm-hmm. um, in relation to um, mm-hmm. to trauma. We're, we're afraid. Um, life revealed in love. We don't have to be afraid anymore. If God is for me, who can be against me? So that's the third, the second book. And the third book, which was finished um, when I moved into, I'm going to have to remember the name because I can't see it. Um, when I moved into the flat that I'm in now, it's called Children of God. Nice. Embracing the life-giving cross with joy and hope in eternal life. That's the reality in spirit and in truth. It, it, your obedience to write these books, and do, but you also coach. That's true. I, 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 I'm, I was given a blessing when I was in the parish, actually, um, by somebody I went to see because I hoped I was going to be given a blessing to become a nun. No. <laughs> and a spiritual father who knows me very well, he says, I think God wants you in the world so you're accessible. Yeah. So I don't have to accept that. Um, <laughs> it'd be nice to hide away. <laughs> anyway, um, so he gave me this blessing for a ministry for women. And then COVID came. And I'd already started a, a, an online course for uh, to to try and get my singing a bit more uh, controlled or anyway mm-hmm. things went wrong with it mm-hmm. so um and it was called singing with freedom and then this man started a business with freedom course and i didn't in- initially think oh yeah that's wonderful but i was praying about it and praying about it and trying to see god's hand and bubble bum and i thought well hang on a minute maybe this is a way to reach out to women, you know, online. So cutting long story short, that's what I did. And I started developing courses and uh, with the help of younger friends who could do this bit a lot quicker than I could. um, I did do courses and, uh, you know, created these these, um, things that God had taught me. And initially trying to help people believe in the faith that they were given, you know, the the in, in what it means to be a, a Christian. And even people, well, in fact, there were people from all uh, denominations in the end. I did four of these courses in the end. Um, and then I moved to a different place, uh, which actually encouraged me to write the books. So, you know, the books had to, a two-way uh, encouragement from God and from uh, this course. And then... Um, I'm now developing, uh, have developed and have be- have actually uh, promoted a course called um, 
the lifter journey, and it's a four-month journey, where we look at faith and what it means. So the first month is, look, you know, what do we need to challenge in our own mm-hmm. uh, understanding, belief about ourselves, about God, about others, you know, about our role. Yeah. So it's about laying a foundation, both of faith and openness, all right, to trust in God. And, and God's word, because the, the, the last week of that month is, is looking at prayers. Awesome. And um, and then it goes into the first month, uh, the second month, rather, is, um, you know, listening to the pain mm. and, um, and, and knowing how to reframe it. So th- th- it's a very um, conscious mm. awareness of yes. uh, renewing the mind, um, but recognizing that, you know, we get triggered by things and life triggers us. Uh, but life in faith trusts, eternally rejoicing. So that's what the lifter means. And and then the um the, the second week, a uh, second month, the third month, sorry, um is about your will be done. And looking at you see, we really need to understand how to hear. How to respond to discomfort? How to take the gifts that God has given us, and what does the heart tell us that we need to be doing? Okay. You know, it's, we're not meant to be miserable all our lives. No. In Christ, we have joy. So, with joy, what are we meant to be doing? And then the the last one is uh, children of God, and that's that mystery of actually embracing the cross. Being willing to keep silent when somebody is uh, denigrating us or speaking otherwise or, you know, any situation that tempts us, how can we go to the cross and bless that person Mm. so that we're, we're not triggered by it anymore? We are acting in Christ as a child of God and love. Love. Love and discipline. Discipline meaning self-control and yeah. Oh, that's so neat. I appreciate you sharing that because it gives a good um, inside look into your courses. And it sounds like what you've taken many through what you walk through yourself. And, you know, I want to encourage you listeners to check out Marina's stuff because you want to heal with someone with the Lord that has been through the Valley of the shadow of death that has been through the wilderness and it's come out thriving. And yes, no one's perfect people. We go through things. I have my coach I work with and you guys know that, but go to, go to somebody who has been through the thing, because I just feel like there's so much more fruit. There's so much, um, well, it's wisdom, right? And so I encourage you to check her out. And in your website again is. Oh yes. Overcoming.live. So it's HTTPS. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I know yeah. what you're saying. Overcoming.live. Yeah. Yes, that's amazing. And I'll have that, of course, on my, um, on the pod bean, but at, or on the show notes, but I still want them to know it because, or hear it. Cause some people don't go, you know, check out the notes, but you know, I, I don't know anything to say about this other than a, I don't want it to end, but it needs to, but it's been so precious to hear your story. And it's been so precious to walk through in a beautiful, like, like almost melody way of how the Lord found you in your <laughs> pain and then walked you through it the power the questions i had in my notes we touched without even me asking other than you know i loved our flow because i needed i just need i loved hearing that but not only that 
I know that the listeners are going to come away with there's hope for no matter where you've been, even in the womb, he sees you and he rescues you in the womb. Yeah, and, absolutely. And those living with bitterness, all just to let can him. I, yeah. Can I just say that all you need do is say, Lord, help me. Yes. Don't try and rationalize it. Don't try and blame yourself or try and work out what you did wrong. Did Jesus do anything wrong? As an in, as a child, you probably didn't. Well, you might have just been acting as a child, yes. a willful child who was desperate desperate for need needed love. But don't go down that path of self-pity. Just say, Lord, help me. Because I am absolutely sure that your greatest desire is integrity and graciousness and love. And that all comes from the Lord. So only the Lord can help you. Leading him right back, leading, um, leading everyone who hears our voice right back to the Father, right back to Jesus, right back to Holy Spirit, which is the yeah. power, which is Absolutely. where we all reside. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Lord, 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 we're in him and he's in us. Marina, thank you so much for this. I'm so thankful you reached out. This has been a treasure for many years to come for anyone who comes across and me re to re-listen to it. And me. I mean, you know, sometimes I listen, you know. I, I, I think we all have the John of the Baptist in us when he was in prison that sent to Jesus and said, are you the one? Mm. And I'm so grateful for that bit because when we're in a dark place mm -hmm. where nothing's happening and we don't know where God is, that's how we feel. But still say, Lord, have mercy. Lord, help me. I will not despair. God bless you, my love. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want us to do this every day. <laughs> every day of our lives. Well, there we have it, folks. That's a wrap on a very powerful conversation that I pray you received life from. I pray as Marina and I and the Holy Spirit spoke through us and this microphone and this platform, I pray that you received some revelation on the Father's love, the power of his love, and especially the power of light in the darkness. And even it's just we're never too broken for the Lord to save. Like the word of God says, his hands not shortened so he can't save, his ears not dull, he can't hear. He is a powerful, mighty father. And most, some of the time during this conversation, pictures I had in my heart of him just holding us and holding like a baby and holding us from as a baby in our mother's womb and how he's led us and guided and guided us and directed us through hard times for us to come out as winners and as victorious. One of the things that is a take home for me from this conversation of someone who was like you heard, parents wanted to abort her at birth and she survived is no matter how dark, how deep, how much the enemy tries to come against his children, God has the final say. There, There's a choice I have to make at some point to go from victim and powerlessness to victor, overcomer, and a powerful person. So thank you, Marina. I'm just so blessed Marina was on the show. And so I pray that you have a blessed day and that you understand and hear that it's time to heal.